Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Episode two of the podcast. Welcome. Here we go. High Vibes Running. High Vibes Podcast. (laughs) We got to work on those intros. We're we're podcasting. (laughs) We are podcasting now. (laughs) Off the whim. Got to think of a better intro. I do like the song you sent over for the intro. Yeah, it's nice, right? It's great. Yeah, Yeah. it's a jam. It is. You're welcome, everybody. Hip hop with some of the squigglies in there. We love the squiggles. Love them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. We had a great session this morning with the running club. Started at 6.50. Um, We've been getting some some rain lately in Austin, Texas. It's been like a 50-year drought. And um, this is great. Nick just handed me a snuzz. Let's go. <laughs> Nootropics are important, guys. A little bit of nicotine to get, this, get our brains firing. Nothing like Turn it. Turn them on. Our lungs are thanking us for this form of nicotine. Amazing. Yeah, so we, we're getting a lot of rain. And uh, what a better way to, to send a morning run than, than in the rain. Than in the rain. It's perfect. You know, this, this brings me to a good question that I think uh, a lot of people are often faced with this dilemma that I was faced with this morning. And it's one I've thought about a lot and I've kind of gone back and forth on the correct answer, but today really solidified the correct answer for me today. And what I'm talking about is this dilemma of, do I get up and get that workout in or do I sleep in and give my body the rest that it needs? It needs, get the extra hour. Get the, get the extra hour or two of sleep. Of course, ideally, you're getting your full sleep and you're getting the morning workout in. Both. But so many times people are faced with, the, oh, do, I, do I sleep in and get my full eight hours or do I get up and grind and like push my body even though I know it's going to suck and maybe I could use some more recovery? Putting the, the physiological effects aside and like there's probably been a thousand podcasts on sleep like i've heard yeah. it i get it sleep is very important it is with the sleep doctor matthew matthew walkers on everybody's podcast i get it it's really important yeah like every statistic in the world it's a game changer is is better with more sleep and worse with we are not sleep. doubting the power of we're sleep. not doubting that no. however when you talk about momentum for the day I love that you just said momentum. Momentum for the day will always be won by getting up early and getting a workout in. Yes. Like that will set the tone for the day in a way that's so much more powerful than getting extra sleep. Yep. Because you might wake up from that sleep thinking somewhere in your mind whether or not you were 60-40 sleep or 70-30 sleep or you know 51 to 49 i'm gonna get this sleep in or maybe i should have worked out there's always gonna be something in your mind that's like oh like i could have started the day a little on a different foot and now you're in a reactive mode of like kind of questioning was that sleep really worth it at least this is what i do i'm like was that sleep worth it could i have got that workout in now i gotta maybe plan for my day differently now i gotta get a workout in later tonight now i gotta work out later tonight or maybe you miss a workout uh, in yeah a day. maybe you don't work out a day which we do know does not feel good in the long run skipping right. a whole workout throughout the whole day um but with sleep like if you wake up you know going back to sleep is actually and i like i've heard this from matthew walker like 
there's with interrupted sleep when you're up at 5 30 in the morning 6 a.m it's better to just get going with your day and then try to go to bed earlier that night rather than go back to sleep Um, because in my experience whenever i do decide to go back to sleep and jumping in the covers and get warm again waking up that second time i feel drowsy i really need my cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and it's like it's the battles you know the battle has restarted and it's harder right so the momentum is huge yeah the momentum is the biggest part for me um so you're happy you came this morning 100 percent. i am very happy that i got up we got after it with a run this morning in the rain in austin texas Six fifty Tuesday morning, Monkey Tree. You know where to find us. We'll be there. Tuesday mornings, baby. Rain or shine. We proved that. Rain or shine. We're bringing the high vibes and just that. And And we actually changed up the route. We hit some hills. Got some nice hills. If I could describe your face when I said, "Let's do some hills," (laughs) it was. uh, I can experience what you're describing right now about not wanting to be there. But then I remember we went up the hill and then coming down down First Street. we were running next to each other and I'm like, how you feeling? And you're like, you know, I didn't want to be here at first, but found my groove and you were zooming past us, man. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you, you might've been tired at first, but it sh- certainly didn't show when we were running downhill. Yeah. So cool. The, uh, a big factor for me right now is our, our ultra prep and we'll get into like what we're, what we're prepping whoa, whoa, whoa. for. It's a secret. <laughs> Spoiler it's, alert. It's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, but so let's just say I'm ramping up my miles significantly. Yeah, my training miles for the week. Just for just for shits and giggles. <laughs> That's it. Just uh, because I like it. Just because. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, we love it. Uh, but my body's been uh, having a bit of a tougher time recovering, um, and there is a piece, some advice that you gave to me, which is like when you're in that. Um, that state like you just got to keep pushing like that consistency few easy shakeout mile days like yeah yeah, go easy but keep going don't go easy like stop training there's there's a balance there for everybody but i think everyone could benefit from erring on the side of keep pushing listening to your body but but keep going with it like take, take those runs at a less intense pace maybe less but, distance but, maybe but keep pushing less distance and yeah. what i found and what i felt this morning was as i got a few miles in my legs started to dust off and the rust started to shake out yeah and i just blood flow yeah got felt, going. A groove, felt a groove you turned on your like circulation in your yeah. body it also yeah. helped to be running with a group of group of guys uh, and, yeah with some high vibe runners with some high vibe runners yeah man. that's what you're gonna get when yeah. you come out to hang out with us kept me honest kept my kept my pace yeah nice and quick but kept it honest for sure and yeah that's another thing running in a group will always be easier than running by yourself when you're feeling tired when you're feeling low Mm -hmm. and the recovery will come like you just said like it it will there's people that run fucking tens of 10 miles a day you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and they definitely feel what we feel too but they just go out and send it and their body your body adapts like what you ask of your body it will do and perform, it will deliver. So if you are going out for those shakeout miles, your your recovery, like you're just telling your body that we need to recover so we can do more of this. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an input and output. Yeah, um, so I think uh, I think maybe it's time to 
circle back to my cliffhanger and to let the secret out. Let the secret out, man. Let's Ooh. let's let the, let's spill the beans, spill the tea. Let's spill. So it so should we, I would like to start from the from the beginning and just add some quick context. Yeah, let's let's go back to yeah. the beginning. So back to the beginning. I want to say. Um, you know, if I had to joggle my brain, it was August 8th, 2018, four years ago <laughs> yeah. in West Campus <laughs> yeah, at Nick's apartment. Yeah, 2.35 in the afternoon. 2.35 in the afternoon, <laughs> yeah. but who's, who's yeah, I'm just rattling my brain here. Yeah. <laughs> we um, came across this YouTube video that was incredibly inspiring and I think moved both of us. And um, the filmmaker of it was Billy Yang. Um, I think his YouTube channel is Billy Yang Productions. Um, essentially it's this guy that lives in, I think he lives in Santa Monica, California, last time I checked. And he is a film producer for the ultra endurance space. Um, so we started off with making some videos of the hard rock, hard rock 100, the Western States, just these iconic races, but we found them for his Leadville 100 um trail race video specifically called the why and it's a great video if you're new to the ultra running space Mm -hmm. because he does it in a way that is literally describing like why would you ever do 100 miles you know what i mean and a common question that you know any anybody who has ever heard of an ultra race usually that's the first thing that comes to mind and and is why would you do that and so i think uh that video for me, like it, it really confronted that question. And he's got interviews with a lot of runners from the race about why would you do this? Yeah, you know? like Anton Krupica, who's yeah. ran a bunch of my, or a bunch of races, and, and some um, other people in this space. I think he he does a great job of capturing the emotions that go into the race too, because I don't think that gets, uh, I think that gets overlooked by the general public about the ultra space. I think there's this idea, it's like, how far can you push your body and like, what is the body capable of? What am I capable of? That's huge. That's huge for me. But what ins- what touched me about it is like the amount of raw emotion that goes into something so simple as a foot race and the communities that are like so invested in all of these people finishing the race and just, just supporting them for being there the the ultra community is unique in its support if you go to a a a marathon you know in in any given city you're gonna see a lot of support but it's um it's you're gonna see support from the local community right like in terms of people that live in that area they're gonna come out and clap take pictures it's a day yes but it it kind of lacks intimacy like you're running by it's like you're you're kind of just for sure. clapping for a run. And like individuals. You're not rooting too. for a person and their journey. Exactly. Because like when it comes to the ultra space, it's like this, the sheer, the intensity of this, uh, it equalizes everybody. Like the sheer distance equalizes everybody. In a marathon, you might have some people that it's like the pinnacle of their physical performance you may have people where it's just another day of running, you so know? Some people are shooting for sub three hours. Right. Some people have ran hundreds of marathons. It's all over the map. And yeah. you get lost in a crowd. And it's a little bit... And there's bit, a thousand people a lot of times. Thousands of people. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of people running the race. So um, I think uh, getting back to our 
our story here in the context, uh, we were really impacted by this video, The Why. Yeah. And this, it, it documented the Leadville 100 race in Colorado. And um, it was in that moment that I knew that one day I'd be running this race, but I, it definitely set my trajectory towards thinking ultra. And I like the way that sounded, thinking ultra. Thinking it's like, ultra. It's, uh, it's a mindset. And you'll hear this a million times from everybody who, who runs the ultras, but- <laughs> You'll it hear it from us a lot. You'll hear it from us. It truly comes down to the state of mind that you put yourself in. Not the one you find yourself in, but the one when you choose to make that small shift towards positivity in the face of suffering, yeah. then that sets you on a trajectory to, con- to, to find- Towards growth. Towards growth, to, to find eternal like a uh, decision to be positive. Yes. Like it, it just sets you towards- it, cre- it decides a lot of things for you. It breaks down the decision-making process for you. Right. When you're training for something like this, an ultra, you're going to go to the gym and you might hit the bench press. Your mind is going to be set to the ultra. So instead of doing three sets of 10, you're going to hit maybe five sets of 20 reps with less weight because you know, you have to sustain energy for much longer while still maintaining strength. Mm. So it, it transcends just this, this race that you're preparing for to where now it goes into like other cardios, into the sauna. Maybe you push it a little more in the mm-hmm. sauna. Maybe you push a little more on the bench press, on the squats. Maybe other aspects of your life. Maybe your relationships. Yeah. Maybe the, the way that you show up to uh, your communities or like you find yourself in the grocery store like your your mind gets you into thinking that you're suffering when you when you can take a moment of perspective and you think like oh if i can shift in the middle of an ultra race i can shift here in the grocery store yes and i'm actually going to leave the people here a little bit more positive because of my presence than a little bit more weighed down yeah than being rushed and like giving people mean looks because you're in a rush and like having to wait for the butcher because he's taking forever because a lot of people are asking for the same ribeye that you want. <laughs> but that's off topic, <laughs> off topic. But, <laughs> too real, too, too real. real, too real. <laughs> Happened to me this morning, I was a little hot. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I wanna, I wanna dig into this, uh, this thing we got going up. So that was, that was the context. We, yeah. were, we were inspired by this video. This has been a long time in the making. Long time in the making. Four years, this isn't something that we thought of last week earlier this summer this isn't something that we're diving into as novices this is something that we've had our mindset on for quite some time mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. quite frankly we would not dive into something like this without feeling prepared right that's the biggest thing that i want to like but what are we diving into? get across we'll get there we'll, get, <laughs> we'll be right there, we'll be right there. On the i know i know but with that being said um an ultra race <laughs> Excuse me, guys. We had some uh, uh, sounds. Yeah, just. (laughs) Nick might have just farted (laughs) on air, and I couldn't help but giggle. It's it's the it's a nicotine. No edits out here. No edits. Yeah, (laughs) never. We're letting it rip, baby. No edits and no name dropping either. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why I threw that in there. Okay, Nick. What are we about to do? All right. In a couple weeks. In a few weeks, specifically September 17th, check me on that. Yep. September 17th, Juan and I are going to run the rim to rim to rim of the Grand Canyon. 
Yes. And this is rim to 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 Grand Canyon. Rim never stops out there, baby. Grand. It's endless, endless rimming. Endless rimming. We go from run rim. We go from run rim to another rim. To another rim, and they just never end. And then you're just spinning on rims. Spinning on rims, <laughs> yeah, all sorts of. Them. Uh, <laughs> so this will be our first ultra, <laughs> ultra um, effort. Effort, yeah. Well, it'll be our second because um, we're gonna we're planning on sending kind of a longer run. Beforehand. Yeah, we'll, see, we'll, so we'll send a run that's technically of the ultra distance, and yeah. that'll be. Uh, 33 mile 33 mile training uh, run training run before we get out there through austin um just around the austin area but uh it's it'll be our first uh our first big go it, it'll feel like our first big send and uh it's not a race per se no. this is not an organized event uh it's kind of what makes it more unique and more yeah kind of raises the stakes yeah you know what they call bit. they call it the badass run Oh really? Yeah, that's uh, right. In the in the ultra communities, they refer to this as a badass run. That's sick. Where there's no, I mean, at least for this rim to rim to rim push. Man, they gotta shorten that. That's they do. <laughs> there's too many rims. It's a mouthful. Mouthful of rim, bro. I only need one of those. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need three of those. Oh, there, time, there is an explicit E next to the <laughs> yeah, okay, episode good, icon. Good so. go. we, we shouldn't be uh, yeah. filtering anything. We'll let the parents explain that to the kids, yeah. you know, in their own time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so they call it a badass run because uh, we won't have a support crew. There's no race. Race. There's no uh, aid stations. Aid stations or EMS people on site. None. It's just... Uh, Juan and I, it's and just the, a trail. The great outdoors, man. And the great outdoors. It's, yeah. uh, we're gonna try to send it as as safely as possible. We're gonna be as prepared as possible. We're gonna think smart. We're not gonna be pushing ourselves. Um, the goal is to finish. The goal is to finish. The goal is to to get to the from the south rim to the north rim, yeah. and and turn around and, and get home safe. Um, so the way that we're structuring this run and the way that we're planning it out. Um, and, and by the way, I'll just go over some of the, the technical aspects of the run. For those of you not familiar with the Grand Canyon and its expansiveness, um, we'll be starting from the South Rim at a trail called the Bright Angel Trailhead. We'll be descending down into the caverns towards the, uh, the base of the canyon. Um, and that's a, a pretty steep drop. And then we'll be heading from the base of the canyon up to the north rim um, and then back down to the south rim. So all in all total, it's about 48 miles um, and there's about 11,000 feet of elevation change, uh, change throughout. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, so a pretty technical uh, go. It's pretty, pretty technical. Difficult. Um, it's yeah. And it's I think you were mentioning this earlier. It's nine miles down. Yeah. Then I'm not sure the distance across the floor of the canyon, um, but we are acknowledging that the floor of the canyon is about 20 degrees hotter than the the north and south rim than being above the canyon. Um, so how hydration will be key. Luckily, there's there seems to be like a hydration station um, down in the canyon. It's called something ranch. Phantom Ranch. Phantom Ranch. There'll be a few uh, a few water stops that will be uh, important depending on which ones are. Uh, up and running. I believe at the time we're running it, all of them should be uh, have the green light. 
and uh, it will be a, a task to kind of uh, delegate when and where we're drinking water and how much we can carry, um, etc. Yeah, um, and then yeah, the base, and then we go back up north. Mm-hmm. So that's another incline. So we're going up, then we go back down. Do we know the distance to go up? Um, so from the base, it looks like uh, it's about around 2,500 uh, feet at the base, all the way up to looks like almost 8,000 feet uh, at the top of the north that's rim. 6,000 feet yeah. that we're covering in, in like one in, go. And just up. And just up. Yeah. And just up distance. Yeah, just up distance. <laughs> Only up. Sheesh. And then I'm sure it'll be a sweet relief to hit that north rim, turn around, have a lot of downhill until what will undoubtedly be the hardest part of the run, which is that final ascent up the south rim. Yeah. Um, and so the way we're uh, structuring the timing of this, some people run this race, uh, this run rather uh, overnight. Um, that way they're not caught in the peak hours of, of the day. The heat. Uh, yeah, they're trying the heat. to stay cool um, so they run throughout the night. Right. Uh, but the way that we are... Nick and I, like we stated earlier in this episode, yeah. very much value our sleep. Yes. So we're not going to be sending it overnight. Not gonna be I would not want to do that. No. Uh, the way that we're going to attack this is uh, pretty common, but it's we're going to start early in the morning. We're going to aim for a 4 a.m. drop-in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we get started at 4 a.m., that should give us enough time to hit the north rim, turn around, and by the time we're heading back up the south rim, it should be right around sunset. So we should finish the run right around the time that it's starting to get dark. Yeah, like um, 6 p.m. Yeah, hopefully yeah. 5 p.m. Yeah. Our goal is there's our goal is to finish. Like that's there's no question. We're not going to press ourselves for time, but Nick, our, you, you and I are very goal oriented Mm -hmm. um so we've kind of set a time of 15 hours or less Mm -hmm. um the decision to go in that is if you complete a 100 mile race based on what other people have done in the past if you complete a 100 mile race in less than 24 hours Mm -hmm. that's a pretty magnificent day spectacular yeah it's a great day um so here we're knocking out about half 48 miles Mm -hmm. So it would be 12 hours. Again, it's our first time going at it. There's so much elevation. We want to give ourselves like that extra three-hour cushion Mm -hmm. to hopefully make it in in less than 15 hours. Luckily, a lot of people do it in in groups too. So hopefully we'll save some time with it just being you and me. Right. And, you know, not having to worry about too many variables. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's our our tentative plan. Um, We're going to carb up pretty heavy the, the few days prior. Uh, get those glycogen stores nice and full. yeah we'll be leaving austin thursday the 15th mm-hmm. and then so when we leave thursday morning the 15th we're gonna try to go to sedona first okay, hang out in sedona for a day on friday on friday Sick. get to know the land drink some cacao I'm so excited for shout that. out chocolate tree if you know you know i i'm excited to get <laughs> to know you're gonna know that's sweet um and uh we're just gonna you know it's a it's a sacred place. It's a, yeah. it's a very special, energetically powerful place. Uh, for those of you that haven't been, if you have been, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've heard it described as like an energy vortex. It's many referred to as an energy vortex. Yeah, um, and I I do believe from my experience that the Grand Canyon has a similar um, intensity of energy. Uh, and so we'll be trying to tap into that in a way, trying Definitely. to feed off of those natural energies that are there. 
Um, it'll be a beautiful run, but yeah, so we're going to try to get there a day early so we have some time to, to settle in, ground our feet, rest our, yeah. keep our feet off the ground the day prior. Um, and then... Saturday yeah, I mean, essentially, Saturday. if the canyon just is a high vibrational place, mm -hmm. right? So for us to just dive into such a high vibrational place would be could be kind of jarring. Could be. Yeah. Um, so that's why we're setting. If we were low vibe. If we were low vibe. <laughs> but this seems to be this, right this over is a high vibes running podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so and also, like, I think as we're describing this, like it's coming to mind, we set intentions, do breath work before our runs every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just seems right that we're going to be doing that for a whole day mm -hmm. prior to us sending on the run. It's mm -hmm. like very on brand for the high vibes running crew. Um, this is something me and Nick want to do. But also I'm I'm excited to put this under the high vibes umbrella right? and mm -hmm. kind of set a standard for what high vibes is and kind of just, yeah. you know, I would love to send races with the group. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if it's a half marathon, if it's a 10K like in Austin or we make a trip out of it, like mm. out west or wherever it may be. We go up to Colorado for a weekend and send like a, a trail race, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we'll get some community stuff going with, with the group. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I'm interested in that I think might come to mind for people listening is like, how did the Grand Canyon come to be? And like, as I'm trying to remember it, I'm not even exactly sure how we decided on the Grand Canyon itself, but there is an innate sense of, of knowing in me that like yeah. I was called to, to the Grand Canyon. For sure. Like it was, uh, I did have an experience in the Canyon. Um, two years ago? Two years ago, um, around this pandemic, this day, pandemic uh, year, pandemic right? year uh, in 2020. And um, I hiked down the South Rim, slept at the base and hiked back up. So cool. And on the hike back up, at one of the first water station, um, we ran into a guy, uh, an ultra runner. I didn't know at the time really about ultra running very much, uh, although I had heard some stuff from David Goggins and like yeah. kind of. We knew about Leadville. I knew about Leadville, but um, nothing about Grand Canyon. Nothing, it was relatively like un unknown about the uh, the ultra space, and I see this guy sitting next to me. Um, and I could just tell by the look on his face that he was deep in a in a process. Nice. So I'm like, I kind of pick his brain a little bit. I'm like, hey man, like you know, because we were up really early. We we woke up with the sun and we were up before pretty much anyone else was out there, which was really lovely. Um, but I was like, hey man, how how are you doing? Like, where are you coming from? He was like, oh, I'm coming from the North Rim. I'm like, oh. Shit, the North Rim. That sounds like you know how many. Sounds how long far. have you been out here? He's like all night. I was like, how many miles in are you? He's like, forty-four, forty-five. Wow. I was like, holy, holy shit! shit <laughs> so that yeah. feeling of seeing the sunrise come up after grinding it out all night yeah. must be fucking incredible. That must dude. be uh, crazy special. Yeah. But that was that was sort of like the the seed that was planted for me as to like, damn, I might want to try that out one day. And actually in that moment, I was so inspired by this guy that I took it upon myself to try to run the, the way up the, the South Rim with him. That day. That day. And like I had a backpack on and was like carrying heavy shit. Yeah. Uh, and he was obviously running like pretty minimally. 
And, uh, and I told the rest of my group, Hey guys, I'm going to, I'm going to run ahead. And they just kind of gave me a look like, okay, bro, yeah. <laughs> like we're going up a mountain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I still, uh, I took it upon <laughs> myself and I, I ran a good amount of the way up. I have no way to tell how much I ran, how much I walked, how much I crawled, but I put myself into the mindset of this guy can do this much. Like, I wonder how much I can do. Yeah. And it was the process of breaking myself down mentally, trying to run up this canyon uh, that sent me into a pretty emotional space. And I think that's a bit of what inspires me overall about the ultras is like tapping into states of such intensity that it has the power to open me up like emotionally, energetically. Yeah. And, and open you up it breaks down walls breaks down walls and it it exposes like your humanness and what i found on the other side of it is radical compassion for myself and that is powerful and speaking as a a man in today's society it's pretty damn hard to open myself up to like being raw and vulnerable just in a in a general sense yeah but especially when it comes to being a judge against myself um it's so powerful to have those feelings of compassion towards right. myself. Well, it shatters the ego. Yeah, it definitely puts, Cause you, puts your ego in the back. You seat. think you're in good shape until you're trying to run <laughs> up to the top of the canyon. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a beautiful story. Yeah. Thanks. That's man. how that started. And I think that was, you know, again, that was the little seed that was planted in us that I wanted to do yeah. this one day. I had a, I didn't, my story's not similar, but I feel like around the same time I found out about the canyon. Um, because of that Billy Yang video I was just showing you before we right. started recording. Um, and it was him. So Courtney Dualwalter, one of the legends in the space, um, and Cameron Haynes, another legend in the space, they sent it on this run around that time mm -hmm. in that summer when it was pandemic year, no one knew what was going on. And Billy Yang tagged along with them and they did, they went down to the base from the South Rim and then that's when they parted ways and he mm -hmm. went back up with um, Courtney's partner. But Billy Yang made a video out of it, and then he had a podcast with both of them on where they described this run. And the main thing that they talked about was how lucky they felt to be able to do this. Mm. That's And like they said, how many times on this run did we just look at each other and say, how lucky are we to be out here right now pushing it with our two legs? Like, how lucky are we to see mm. this? They described the views. And, you know, when, when you're listening to a podcast – like your imagination can run pretty wild with, with stories. Mm -hmm. And that story specifically, hearing it from Corny and Cam, people I look up to, like, it really, it's, it struck something in me that just had me thinking like, wow, these guys, I look up to them and they're speaking so highly about this event, this trail, this route, mm -hmm. that it just sparked something in me to where I became interested in the Grand Canyon. And then shortly after that, I we connected on a phone call when you were like out in San Diego mm -hmm. that summer and you told me all about this. And I was like, holy shit, like making all these connections during this phone call of everything I had just listened. I didn't even mention it to you at the time, but it was on my mind. Mm -hmm. And fast forward two years go by. I don't really think about it too much. And then Billy drops his video i hate to go back to billy all the time no he's a good but great resource yeah he's, he's a great resource like and a great filmmaker so earlier this year he drops his uh grand canyon run um i watch it and right before you go out to california for your dog training 
it's on my mind because I want to run hundred mile races. It's a goal I've had. I want to mm-hmm. do it. And this seems like a badass run to do so, yeah. you know, like quite literally. And it's a rite of passage for all these ultra runners. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really something that just like can create a lot of confidence for people in the space. So before you go out to California this past year, I think we connected on the phone call or we were hanging out and I mentioned it to you and immediately, bro, like that's kind of why big part of why, why I love you is like, you're just down to send it, bro. Like not even really think about it. You're like, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. Like immediately. And we planned for a July send Mm -hmm. some shit happened in that time um, in your life and my life where we had to kind of push it off. We'll go into those details later. Um, There are definitely stories to get into there. But that is how it started for me. And the fact that you were so down to do it this past summer, and now it just seems like everything's aligning for us to send it in September. It just seems like, it just seems right. Beautiful, beautiful. It seems right. Yeah, there's one. uh, So when you were talking about watching Courtney and Cam or listening to their podcast, it wasn't that they were talking about, you know, how cool are we to to run this race oh we're the some of the top athletes in the world or we can do this and nobody else can it's how lucky are we like they are so grateful to be able to be in that position and i think that's like uh, a huge driving force for me as well is like that gratitude for having the ability to to push my body and have take us ways um take us into places where not many other people get to go, um, both in a physical sense.